Praise the Lord, everyone. Thank you all for joining at this time. I'm so excited to be on here tonight. Like the song just said, if it doesn't please you, I don't want it. If there's something that's not pleasing to God, even in your natural eyes, and you can see it, I'm telling you right now to get rid of it. Right? If you know it's wrong, get rid of it. Don't compromise. This is not a season to compromise. I just wanted to throw that in before I get started. Again, thank you for joining. I am Elder Rayanne James, the CEO and founder of Messages Through Raindrops, and it's a pleasure to be on here tonight with you guys, just teaching the Word of God and, and speaking what He's speaking to me in this season. I am very grateful to be able to articulate what he's what is happening right now by by means of my discernment and and what I'm going through myself personally in um just life right so thank you all for this time tonight this is session number 52 I can't believe it we're at session 52 and we have done other sessions prior to just um this particular night but Thursday night is what I count the most um as so this is number 52 and tonight's title Tonight's title is just a three-letter word, and it's called All. A-L-L. All. Did not know what I was coming on here, and of course, I love the God that I serve, but he said just get to the appointment and I will tell you what to say. And I got here, I put on my music, I began to worship, and he said all. And like myself I didn't know where he was coming from but I was listening to a broadcast earlier today and and you know it I knew what they were saying but I didn't know how much it was gonna be for us tonight so I thank God how I was able to just watch someone else and be inspired by what he's going to teach us tonight session number 52 title is all a l l all and for those who are able there's a private um you can send private messages to me while we're on here on zoom that i can only see if you have any questions while i'm teaching i can be able i will be able to answer it being discreet of course and not sharing any names at this time because we are being recorded for our podcast at this time all right so let's get started again session number 52 title subject is called all a l l our scripture tonight will be coming from isaiah 53 and 6 i'm gonna take you i'm gonna give you two minutes to get there isaiah 53 and 6 isaiah 53 verse 6 and for those who were fasting for lent tonight today lent is over believe it or not Today is the 40th day. Today is Holy Thursday. For those who made it, well done. Well done. If you know you messed up at least one or twice during the 40 days, you owe it to yourself to give him another day. But for those who had stuck through it all and made it to the 40 days, well done. God has, God prayerfully, God was speaking to you throughout that time and he was showing you things and he was even giving you patience at that time and you know, we go through the fast as Jesus went through his fast for 40 days, but it, the 40 day during the 40 day period, it was not, was not the test is when he came out. So be prepared that now that it's over, be prepared for what's ahead, right? The buildup for the 40 days, it was only for what is ahead of you. 
So I pray that your, your patience was built up, your stamina, your faith, your belief, believe it or not, because sometimes during 40-day fast, some people get astray of God and the gospel of God. So I pray that was not your case. I know it was not for, it was not for me, thank God. So Isaiah 53, verse 6, and I read, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. I'm going to read it again. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So just take a minute and look at that scripture. You know, as I was I was looking at the word, um, what I was watching earlier today, they made no blah, blah, blah. They made mention that that particular verse starts with all and ends with all. And how powerful is that when we think about the Passover, when we think about this holy week, when we think about Jesus died on that cross, when we think about God sent his only begotten son to save the world. All. He didn't just come for you and I. He didn't just come for your country or my country. He didn't come from your state to your state, your neighborhood for this one. He didn't come just for the rich. He didn't come for the poor. He didn't come from the ugly. He didn't come for the beautiful. He came for all. Everyone can partake in this gift. Everyone. And just like sheep, they mentioned, they keep us in contact that we're just like street, like sheeps and we, we go astray. Sometimes we go astray, not in our physical, but you know, some of us, we go to church every Sunday. We do what we're supposed to do every day, but that's one thing. But what about what's happening in your mind? Have you gone astray in your mind? Have you have, is there a disconnect in the mind that's happening that make you doubt, that make you, that allow you to be confused? Right? We all, like sheep, go astray. We have turned everyone. Even when you say yes, we all go through this, this thing where I don't want to do this no more. This is not for me. This can't be it. This can't be all. We all have done that. So even now that, that we see people just enjoying their lives and not thinking about Jesus at this time, that's fine. For we all was there. For we all had turned our backs and tried to just live for today and forget about what's going to happen tomorrow. Right? Everyone to his own way. And the Lord laid on him all him the iniquity of us all. He still went up on that cross. He still laid there for us. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It doesn't matter what they're celebrating right now. Where are you? How are you appreciating what he has done for you? How can you tell the world, hey, I know what it's like to not want to do this thing. I know what it's like to say yes and then walk away. Right? And I and again, I, I get the sense and the discernment that this is the season that the sheeps are coming back. See, the other day I felt a, a, a disconnect in my spirit. I felt like an umbilical cord was cut in the spirit realm. 
And I want you to get a vision of this. When, when a child is born and the, the, the connection in between mother and child is that um, umbilical cord where the food and the nutrients pass through the blood, everything passed through that cord. In the spirit, I felt a cut in my belly button. I felt a cut. So what that means is sometimes what this thing, this separation thing is normally, it happens in the natural, but it's really also happening in the spiritual. See, when things go back, when things, okay, and I heard the government said there's no going back. When things go forward, when we start to go back into the place of where we were and try to live on after, after this, things are not going to be the same. Right now, there's some people because they're unable to attend church, because they're unable to fellowship with people, they are already disconnected from the church. They are already disconnected from the leaders. They already cut their, they have cut their own umbilical cord in this season. See, once you stop feeding that child, once you stop feeding the child, the child become hungry. The child become what is the right word? They start questioning life. Why am I here? What is this cord for? You even forget why you're connected to a thing. So then they try to find it on their own. They try to find food on their own. They try to find pastures on their own. Now that we're such in a scary time that everyone is listening to every pastor on social media. And do not give me wrong. I'm not saying that it's not... um. They, they shouldn't hear the word of God. I just don't believe every pastor, and that's just me, is called to do it. Some people are actually making money out of this thing in this season, right? But the child who is hungry and disconnected and confused and, and, and is not planted is going to run to this thing, run to the, the, the person that is going to tell them what they want to hear. This separation is, called, is, is allowing us to see how mature we are in this gospel how how can you stay connected while you're separated so though jesus is not here on on the physical earth with us how can we remain connected to him for us believers we we continue to study the word we continue to pray we fast we we listen to music that will keep our mind on him to keep us in that perfect peace that we need but what happens to those members who are who are who are babes and coming every Sunday, what happens to them in this separation? Who do they run to? Who do they run to? And and I almost feel that this attack is gonna is gonna hurt the smaller churches. Because it's one thing to get them coming every Sunday, and then they were coming three times a month, and then two times a month. Now that this separation has happened, see, a habit takes about, I don't know the exact number, but I know it takes longer to break it. So now they're getting in the habit of not coming to church. And I'm talking about the babes. I'm talking about the ones that is connected by the umbilical cord. What happens when it's okay to go back? Will they go back? But it's not the job of the believers, the strong one, the leaders. It's not, it's not your job to judge them or question them. But it's your job to stand up and see where you are in terms of feeding the flock. 
For the word says in Isaiah 53 and 6, all, all we like sheep have gone astray. And not because they were there, they were connected. But this separation here will definitely show who was and who was not. But there's, a, there's an umbilical cord that was cut in the spirit this week. During this Passover, there was a separation cut in the spirit this week. And it's not, again, for us to judge them. It's for us to continue to pray. And it's for us to, when we see them, to say, listen, I understand where you are. I know it's hard. Even I, too, have went away and, and now I'm back. How can I help you? Remember, Jesus didn't just die for me. Jesus didn't just die for the pastor. He didn't just die for the minister. He didn't just die for the evangelist. He didn't just die for the, for the elders, the deacons. He didn't just die for us, man. He died for you too. Now, how are you going to be evangelist in this season? How are you going to spread the word in this season to bring that lost sheep back? How are you going to tell the sheep it's okay that you have gone astray, but there's room here still for you in the inn? How do you tell them that? By teaching them the love of God. By teaching them the love of God. Allowing them to know that he didn't do it just for me. He did it for you too. He did it for the sinner. He did it for the prostitutes. He did it for the alcohol person. He did it for the drug abusers. He did it for everyone. There's an opportunity, there's a chance for you to come back home. There's, a, there's going to be the lead, and I keep saying it again, the church, the church is almost at a test, but the leaders are also too. How do you tell them, no, it's not okay, but in love? How do you say it in a way that they don't come up with the slogan or the cliche, church hurt? How do you tell them that Jesus still loves you, yet they don't feel it in the church? How are you representing the love of God? Do you agree with the hurt that they're going through, or do you just come on with God still loves you? God still loves you. Go to John 3 and 16, and this is, and this is a famous one. Everyone knows this one, right? But we know it so well that sometimes we just know it for knowing its sake. But then when something happens, we still forget. We still forget. And, and when to bring a sheep back home, when you're trying to evangelize to someone who is so, so hurt, you got to remind them that for God so loved the world. Do you understand he didn't just love one country to the next? Do you understand he didn't just like the blacks, the Asians, the white? Do you understand he all race, everything that everything of discrimination was canceled out? He loved the entire world and everything within it? That he gave his only begotten son? He sent his son so you may be saved tonight. That whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So all that person has to do is believe. Believe in him. And they should not perish but have everlasting life. As a disciple, as a believer, as, a, as for those who are on who are leaders, for those who are considering becoming leaders, 
for those who are servants of the gospel. If you are a servant of the gospel, there's two lessons in discipleship that you must understand. There's a misunderstanding of discipleship and there's a cost of discipleship. There's a cost that you have to pay. Jesus, Jesus paid the, the price. He paid the price already. But as to do this walk, as to, to walk in this rain, to walk in this, there's a cost to it. Right? The, the, one for one, discipleship is about facing risk of obedience and remaining determined to follow. Are you remaining determined to follow despite of how much you've been hurt? Are you remaining to follow? Are you determined to follow the, the, despite of what they have said? Do not allow what people have said or done to allow you to stop walking in your discipleship, to stop being obedient unto God. Your job is to be obedient unto God. You have to remain determined to follow God. It's not about your flesh. It's not about the weather. It's not about what they have said. Right? But, but it, it's your job to, to remain determined. Despite of everything that is happening. Another practical point, and these practical points um, was, was taken from the Sunday school lesson that I have taught a couple of weeks ago, right? And it said in number two, never assume that obstacles mean you are not in God's will. Not because you're facing challenges right now with saying that you're not in his will. You are in the will of God. The obstacles is to strengthen you to get to the next level in God. The trials, the naysayers, what they're doing, what they're trying to plot against you, all of those things are just the obstacles for you to remain in the will of God. But then this shows you your weakness. This shows you your strength. A Christian response to opposition and, and, and prejudice, prejudice must be filtered through God's love. Whatever they're saying, you have to keep your mind on God's love for you. Whatever what's happening, whatever is going on, you have to remain in God. You have to understand that God loves you no matter what. You have to understand that, look, for God I live and for God I die. You have to know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon form. So when you think of the word weapons, don't think they're coming with a gun, a knife, a machete. Don't think of those things as weapons. Weapons are words also. Weapons are words, things that they're going to say, things that are going to plan against you. Think they're going to accuse you of this, or accuse you of that. Discipleship is about choosing to obey God over personal comfort. This is not the time for you to let me get me together. Let me get comfortable first before I serve. Let me do this before I do. Let me do this before I pray. This is not the season to do that. This is not a season. This is not this season to do that. True discipleships are those who are ready and willing to serve. Are you ready and willing to serve tonight? For you are the sheep that went astray and now come back. So are you going to make somebody take you back to the place and that mindset of where you was? Absolutely not. You have come too far to go back to comfortability. 
You have came too far to go back to the place of complacence. You have came too far along for somebody to say something and put you back into the mindset, the mindset of paralyzation. This is not the time to dwell on what people have said or done to you. True discipleship are those who are ready and willing. Jesus requires total commitment from those he calls. Total commitment. Total commitment. Look at Jesus as an example as he was on his way to the cross. Look how many things he had to endure to get, just to get to the cross. The cross wasn't the problem. The, the things that he went through from point A to the cross was the hardest for him. The stripes on his back, the sweat, the burden, the tears, the pain, the suffering. Think about those things that he had to endure. See, this, this thing that we go through called life is not how strong you are. It is not how fast you are. Right? It is not given to the strongest or the swift. It is the one that just endures. Just endure what you're going through. And how do you endure? He said, my grace is sufficient. You have the grace to endure. You have what it takes to walk this race. His grace is given for you to endure your race. Not, not so-and-so next to you, not the person behind you, not even the person in front of you. Because at the end of the day, no one knows when they have made it to the finish line. We all have a finish line to get to. So this race is just you and destiny. This race is just you and purpose. This race is just about you. It's not about the person next to you. Because everyone have their own race. Everyone has their own finish line that they're going to get to. And when you get to that finish line and that's your expiration, you have done it. You have done it all. Don't just get to the finish line because you have asked people for help. You're relying on people to do this. What about what God has given you for you to get there for yourself? What about you? You have what it takes. All. 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 You have all that it takes. You have all the grace that he has given unto you. He ha you have everything that you need today to get to tomorrow. For God is watching us in this season. God is watching us in this season in terms of how we're running this race. Are we just crying out for people for help? Are we not taking the advantage of seeking him at this time? His omnipresent. I'm, I'm not crying out for God. I'm not crying out for Jesus. He, he's in my heart. How close do you want him to get to you? He's already there. What are you saying? Come to me now for he is there. He is right there. I want you to think about what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. This word all means you, your children, your mother, your father, your spouse, your cousin, your aunt. All means all. Even the people you do not like. 
Even those that you do not like, they are a part of the all. They are also a part of he, the whole world. He sent his son for the whole world to save the whole world. They are a part of the world. They are a part of all. So who are you? Who are you to say anything different? Stop even counting yourself as not being a part. Stop trying to get access every day. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You're doubting your faith in God. You're doubting your, um, your acceptance in God. Why? Because the time that we're facing, we're facing a lot of temptations. We're facing a lot of issues and, and, and crisis and a lot of things going on. So our mind has shifted from God to the things of the world. From the things of the world. So what, so what am I saying? Where should our mind be? If you're trying to seek perfect peace, where should our mind be? It should be on God. It should be on the things above and not, and not what is in front of you. It should be on Jesus or even at this time with the, the, the day we're facing this holy week. You should be almost seeing him walking to the cross preparing. He was preparing the disciples and now he's probably, you know, washing their feet. He's doing ministry, yet he's about to go through something. See, the servant never stops serving even though when they're about to be, when it's about to end. And it's not that his end was about to end. His end would have been the start for you and I. Because of his end, because of his process, because his end on earth allowed us to have a start today. I thank God for the cross tonight. I thank God for the cross tonight. Romans 12 and 2 and it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, uh, and, and you know, this teaching could go on and on, but there's different levels in this thing. So you got to prove what is good. And then when you prove what is good, it may just be good for here on earth. But then now it becomes what is acceptable to God. And then when it becomes acceptable to God, it's only him to show whether or not it is perfect. So it's the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. That's a whole nother teaching. I'm not getting into that, but I want to let allow you to keep your mind, keep your mind on God tonight. Verse 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself, himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as God have dealt to every man the measure of faith. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. This is a season we ought to humble ourselves. There's no big eyes. There's no big T's. There's no I know better, I know more. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. But love is what love does. And God is love. And only a person 
that will that will sacrifice their child to save the world is someone that loves us some of us right now are not willing to sacrifice our child for anyone so can you imagine the amount of the amount of love it took to do that don't take it for granted don't take what he has done for granted by dwelling on what's happening to you right now don't dwell on it by by looking at the world right now and the crisis that we're in the world is in crisis and the sad, the sad part about crisis sometimes is not even knowing you're in crisis. There's some people that is not even aware of the, the fullness of the level of crisis we're facing right now. That's the sad part. But we thank God for the spirit of discernment. We thank God for the teacher's anointing that people are spreading the truth. We thank God that you're able to invite someone to hear God's word. We're, we're, we're thankful tonight that you're focused on God's word embracing the love of God analyzing what is happening not just taking it for for what they're showing you everyone is watching the news and watching it as this facts and we're just so zoned in that we believe everything we see the devil is a liar they are showing us what we want to see and what we want to hear see but you have a God in your life that is omnipresent so he's everywhere at every time so all you got to do is begin to pray and begin to worship and he will reveal things to you that is not on the TV See, no matter what happens today or tomorrow, the love of God, the love that God has for you, that doesn't die. That doesn't go anywhere. Somebody loves you so much and someone is rooting for you to win. Someone died just so you can win, yet you don't even want to run the race. Someone died so you can make it to the, to the, to the finish line and you still with a, I don't know what to do. Let me make it clear again. You cannot serve God if you don't know your purpose. You cannot serve God if you don't know your purpose. Your purpose allows you to give God glory. Your purpose allows you to serve God. Because we could be serving man. We could be serving our bosses. We could be serving those things. But you, in order for you to serve God to the fullness, you have to know your purpose. And how does it align with the will of God for your life? No matter what I say, no matter what I believe, and what I do, I myself, I'm bankrupt without love. I'm bankrupt without the love of God. I'm bankrupt without Jesus in my life. So keep that in mind. That he did it already for you. Now, if you have gone astray and you're trying to come back, it's simple. Just come back home. Just come back in. All, Isaiah 53 and 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. From all to all. From the beginning to the end. Alpha Omega. From Genesis to Revelation. God loves you. God loves you. And is ready to receive you back in the fold. God will send someone to guide you back to the fold. Love never gives up. Love never gives up. When they have given up on you, it wasn't love. Love keeps trying over and over to get it right. He, he, he tried in the beginning with Adam and Eve. 
he tried with 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 Noah and the ark he tried with so many other prophets to warn he kept trying he kept trying because he loves us so much he said all right this is it now I'm gonna send my son because they can't get it but when I send my son if they believe in my son they have the acceptance into everlasting life my God my God, I thank God for his son tonight. Love cares more for others than for itself. Do you care for others more than you care about you? When you get something, are you just happy just for yourself? Or are you willing to share with someone who doesn't have? Do you put someone else in mind? Have you done anything for anyone this week outside of someone telling you to do so? What have you done for someone, especially in terms of your purpose? Because there's no work, because there's no school, because there's no job, your purpose stops? Your serving stops? Don't answer it right now, but think about it. Since everything has happened, did you continue to serve or did you just stop? And this is why. And this is why he's calling the shoes back. Because after we come out of this, there's going to be a lot of separation. This shows you, this right here tells whether you are really connected or not. Right? So understand where you are right now. Understand your connection right now. Understand where you're connected and who you're connected to. Humble yourself. Trust God always. Never look back. The only time we should look back is when we look back and we close our eyes and we look at that cross. We look at that cross. And, you, and, and when you just look back at your life real quick to see how far he has brought you from and say, thank you, Jesus. Other than that, do not look back. Do not look back. That looking back thing caused you to be paralyzed. It puts fear in your mind. Then fear is related to doubt. And then you start doubting everything around you. But why am I here? What am I doing? Is this right? Am I in the will of God? It doesn't look right. Why doesn't it look right? Because you're home all of a sudden. It doesn't feel right because you're planted. You're in one place every day. Doesn't mean you're not in the will of God. But I tell you, if you're not serving in this time of separation, if you're not doing anything in this season, right now, I'm questioning your purpose. Not for me personally, not for me personally, but for your growth and, and your connection to the kingdom of God. How can I help should be your question. What can I do? Am I uplifting someone? Am I praying for someone? Don't look at it as it has to be this big old grandy thing. How am I blessing someone, encouraging someone, inspiring someone? This is the season to understand you. This is the season to understand your true connection. Are you connected to the vine today? Are you planted by the still waters? Are you planted by the river? Where are you planted? Where did man plant you? 
Where did God plant you? Love doesn't expose. Worship expose. Worship expose the truth. Worship expose what God, the plans of God. Worship will worshiping God will show you the plans that He has for you. Love will not expose in a sense that is trying to make you look bad. Right? It doesn't do that. This is not the season to to be offended. This is not the season to be offended. Love, love doesn't do that. But remember, God loves you. And remember, if he plants you there, it must be for a reason. Think about where you're planted. Think about how much you have grown. Maybe this is the time to, for you to assess your life. But remember, he did it for you. He did it for us. He did it for the whole world. He did it for all. So you want to get some another sheep back home after this is over? Just read them Isaiah 53 and 6. All, we have all gone astray like sheep. And in due time, we come back home. I came back home. Be transparent. Don't be so heavenly minded. Don't hit them with all these theologian words that they don't even understand. This is not the season for that. Embrace them. Tell them it's okay. They have another chance. They have another opportunity. That's what God wants. He wants to spread love, peace, happiness, joy. That is the gospel. So the good news tonight is that he did it for us all. He died on that cross for us all. He shed blood for us all. He didn't just do it for the Hebrews and the Greeks or the Jews or the Hindu, the Muslim. He did it for everyone. He did not see religion. He did not see race. He did not see denomination. He did not see what, what country you're from. He did not look at that thing. He said, the whole world I sent them for. So who are you to judge? This is a season to love. And to love for real. For real, for real. This is a season to love. Remember, you have kingdom access. You have kingdom access. Don't forget who you belong to. Don't forget where you come from. And don't forget where you're going. So, see, when you keep in mind where you're going, it keeps you in track on what you do day by day. Oh, I can't do this because I'm a child of God. Oh, I'm not supposed to do this because I belong to the kingdom. Keep in mind where you're going. So it keeps you accountable for your days. And remember, his grace is sufficient. Once you have grace, you have what it takes to complete your race. This race that you're running is not against your family. It's not against flesh and blood. The adversary is after you and your destiny, and this is not a season to let him win. Run your race. Keep your eyes on the mark. Keep your eyes towards the hill. Seek the kingdom of God. Know that he's in you. Stop searching for him. You're searching and he's already in you. You're calling him and he's already in you. Wake him up. I need you right now to be activated in me. Remove everything that is not, in, that is not of you in me. I want you to be able to dwell in peace. God can't 
Jesus is not dwelling in some of you because you're, you're, you're so filtered and cluttered with so many things. This is time to declutter your life. Take those thoughts out of your head. Empty out your imagination. It's running wild. Keep your mind on, on, on the things of, of good, of the kingdom, of Jesus. An idle mind, it, it, it makes room for, for the devil. It's like his playground. Do not allow him to play with your mind in this season. Remember, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And if God be for you, no one could be against you. Take everything that God is saying and, and you study you. Study you in this season. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Whoever believes, right? Have everlasting life. Do you believe tonight or are you in doubt tonight? Are you in doubt because of what you don't have? Are you in doubt because someone just connected to you just passed away? Are you in doubt because your bank account is running low? This is not the season to be in doubt tonight. Continue to trust God. Keep him close to you. Always have faith. May God bless you. May heaven shine upon you. I'm glad you were able to sit here and, and listen to what, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, even to myself tonight. I will be continuing praying for each and every one of you. If you have any questions, you know where to reach me. You know how to get in contact with me. For those that just um, subscribe, I thank you all. You can go to www.messagesthroughraindrops.biz. B-I-Z. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, being away, fasting away from Instagram and Facebook, I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. It, it allowed me to, to stay closer to God. And even as now that I have access to go back, I don't even, I don't even want to. I'm not even eager. Because I know all of those things are distractions. So continue to be strong in the Lord. Continue to encourage someone to listen in. There's a lot of stray sheep right now. There's a lot of stray sheep because because the, they're lost. The separation caused the loss. The separation caused a, a um, an umbilical cut, a cutting of the cord. So check in. Make sure everyone is all right. Make sure those that you're praying for is still connected. We, we, we come against every distraction of suicide right now, depression right now. We cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you right now, oh God. I thank you for dwelling with us on this line, oh God. I thank you for allowing us to have the spirit of discernment, oh God. Father, I thank you, oh God, for those that those that were able to hear tonight, oh God, that they are able to go back and, and grab a sheep from the fold, oh God. I thank you, oh God, that your son died for us on that cross, God. I thank you for the blood. I thank you for Calvary today. If it wasn't for you, I don't know where would I have been right now. I don't know where what, what I would believe in. But I, I thank God for, for, for you choosing me tonight, Lord. I thank God for allowing your son to die so I may have an opportunity to be here tonight, God. Father, I thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. I give you all praise, all honor, and all glory. For there's no one else that deserves it. You are our source. You are our life. 
You are everything to us. Everything to us. You are everything to us. As much as you did it for all, you are everything to us tonight, God. Everything. And I just thank you. I just thank you and I love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.